0: when the contract is written in a way where it only um, benefits a client or only benefits a design uh, team, you know. Or the contractor. It'll it'll fail, or the contractor, then I think it'll fail, because I think all three parties have to have an equally invested response to producing the best product possible. And and I think if that, and some of it is philosophical. Um, I think more clients today, and certainly healthcare systems, because, Healthcare is a very complex, very expensive product to design and build. And I think the benefit to um, IPD is really that they understand those metrics, they understand the dollars, and they understand the sensitivity to, to deliver a product that's better than the rest and on budget. There's there's more at risk for them. And then you know if you share that risk with the contractor and with the design team you know, mutually, the the benefits far outweigh any risk that's involved.
1: Um, and I think that's what's important for everybody to understand. No, I agree. And especially when you mentioned, you mentioned a term that takes me a little back in the day of Motorola's and the manufacturing industry that I once was a part of, six sigma, yep. you know, six decimal points, on the ratios of errors, meaning yep. no errors. So right. if you're not getting the owner, the end user, the engineer, the architect, the contractor, all in the beginning, driving towards what the goal is, in process review yep. all the way through, feedback when it's closed, let's start the next, so we can start yep. getting into a point where there's no mistakes. Yeah, well, and, you know, we What we're trying to do, and, and, you know, we we don't
0: have a lot of traction yet on this, is, you know, we do a lot of work with a lot of different healthcare systems, and we have pretty good relationships. Um, Getting the entire team invested day one and make sure that the, the contractual obligations for everybody is mutually beneficial for the best product possible. We also understand that there's always room for improvement. So, what we also want to do and this could be a collaborative effort that we haven't really gotten into yet, but maybe it's a proposition I'll make now, Um, Mm. do a a debrief and a closeout and the lessons learned and, you know, let's do um, some type of workshop or some type of um, analysis on what worked best for a project, what could be improved, um, I think that's an integral part of, I think, the entire process as well, because once you turn over space and people are operating in it, that's really not the end of the life cycle. The life cycle will continue, because, yeah. um, the practice will improve. I think the space potentially could improve. Um, and if we we keep that in mind as another component of this entire process uh, and lifespan of a project, um, I think ultimately you'll get better and better at producing better results. Um,
1: and I think that's something we should all strive for. I, I agree. And again, I, it's the state the goal, educate people on what a Six Sigma means and yep. debriefing and closing that loop and reflecting after on those metrics. If that's not done, how do you get there? And maybe yeah. just reaching for those no errors at all and this is our process to get there uh interesting things will come out again i smile at the contractor um to be involved really early because we'll get to know the intent much better because a lot of the times you know and we do a lot of healthcare as well and when it's the we got the drawing then it's a uh uh seven to 10 days to get the number back to you with the critical path analysis and schedule, and then five days to mobilize. And what was a 24 week construction schedule became a 20
0: or an 18 right. week
1: because the right. pre-design right. took longer. And, you know, right. I'm still right. seeing that a lot from the healthcare industry, <clears throat> it, it, but it. Yeah. I, I I believe as people get more educated and looks at these other types of project delivery mechanisms uh, we can start earlier and earlier. You see it earlier as a contractor, it, 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 half the yep. time we see it earlier.
0: It, we, we, we are seeing it starting to change. Um, look, the, the reality of the older model where, you know, designers brought on board, he deals with leadership. Leadership doesn't necessarily get full buy-in by the end users. We design a space, we start construction, and, you know, whether it's a lead doctor or... The nursing staff that starts coming in to look at stuff and say, you know, this isn't how we need it to work. We needed to do it this way or a different way that slows down the project. It adds change orders to the project. It's ineffective as a process. But with that said, bringing a contractor in after the fact as a GMP, and they got to pour over the drawings, and, and I'll be honest, you know, sometimes they're pouring over them to see the holes or the misses that we have in our drawings you're starting the entire relationship for a a long process and it's very expensive process as adversaries. That's probably produces the worst product
1: available. Yep. Yep. Inefficiencies, more costs, because you're spending time on the wrong things. Exactly. So I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend 20% of my time proving that what I did was the right thing and you own it, not me.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Well, and, and even just the, and look, the reality is you know it's a very complex business that we all do, right. you know, construction yep. and design. You, you know, I'll be the first to say there's never going to be a hundred percent perfect set of drawings. It just you strive for that all the time, but there's just too many parts and pieces to guarantee that. If you work with a contractor collaboratively um on the same side and come up with, right. And i don't want to say ve items but you know options of design yep. that produce the same result the same look at a better value or or a faster turnaround that's productive you know right. arguing about a product that well it's a lead time we gave the shot drums so it's 14 weeks out that's not my fault exactly. that doesn't help the client it doesn't help us it, it it's embarrassing all the way around it, yep. it's the wrong premise to start a relationship
1: yeah, there's there, again, especially in the in the world that we live on, where collaboration is a big thing. You want to put the yeah. environment that best drives collaboration. That triangle mo- model, right? The owner, yes. the contractor, the architect. It has values on check and balance, but it's yep. not the best motivated platform for collaboration. It's right. Very true. Um, let me let me let me move on to it just not too far away, but the topic of we just talked about a new type of project delivery mechanism, IPD, that not only talks about early collaboration and a contract that's aligned in that way. Other trends that are going on in the industry, technology, and, and I'll mention just some things. As the contractor, I'm getting more and more excited that the investment dollars are happening in the world of software applications. So whether yep. that's uh you know the plan grids and the pro, go- pro cords, uh yep. the old timberlines and the barrelogs and the there's so many of them and now uh BIM 360 and uh, Autodesk yep. bought PlanGrid lot yep. going on. We've been hearing BIM forever but I see very few again we're not building $100 million projects, but, you know, $20, $30 million projects, I'm not yeah. seeing BIM. Are you? And what else are you seeing in the area of technology, so, collaboration, in the construction and design yeah. side? So, um,
0: so, so we are seeing BIM models, and, and I'll be honest, um, at least to date, the, the people that are pushing uh, BIM and, and, and modeling of new projects are really the clients. Um, Northwell, NYU, um, Mount Sinai to some degree, but NYU and Northwell specifically, their master service agreements require us to do BIM drawings for every project going forward. Um, what what unfortunately happens is if you're not doing a ground up building and if you're working in an existing uh, hospital that has a 24-7 patient right. care facilities, it, the difficulty is it's almost impossible to really do a detailed enough survey of the three-dimensional space to be able to build a model, because ultimately the engineers have to open up all the ceilings. They need to survey every piece of ductwork, every piece of conduit, IT cabling, cable trays, um, sprinkler piping, and so on, so they get full three-dimensional models, so they know where they could add ductwork. They know where they have to um, pull in conduit. They know what the obstructions are. The problem is with existing healthcare facilities. If you're dealing with that, it, it's really impossible to do a BIM model. So we're really falling back to a 2D CAD yeah. um, set of drawings. But you know, with that said, you know, for hospitals, any new hospital now will definitely be done in 3D. Most hospitals now, if they can afford the time to do the survey, want to have the floors on a BIM model because eventually. They're gonna do all their diagnostics and all their upgrades based off of that model. They're gonna understand what they have to do for uh, HVAC. You know, healthcare is a commoditized market right now. People wanna be able to control the temperature in their room. They're gonna wanna control from a technology point um, the TV in their room, Um, shades, lighting. All those things require smart buildings. All those things require additional infrastructure to aging facilities. So without the BIM model and without truly understanding the space three dimensionally of where you can add some of this infrastructure, it's impossible to do the upgrades. So I think the product that you have out in at least the New York Metro top metropolitan area, especially in New York City, you're going to have to start developing BIM models, even though it will be a hardship to start to develop. Um, it's the only way to really get the efficiencies out of the space above the ceiling, which is as congested as anything in a healthcare system, to be able to do those smart buildings and get that technology in place to give people the environment they want to, they want to actually convalesce in and actually
1: a better healing environments. Yep, yep. Um, no, and, and, and I agree, the same types of things I've been seeing from the contractor's perspective on, on BIM, the larger, um, Organizations out there with uh, many uh, millions of square feet of space. The, the whether that's the healthcare brands, the the school brands as well, same type of things. I'll see Absolutely. that even for the contractor, you know, for our coordination, drawing overlays, and or as belts. Yeah, um, uh, from, uh, from a business cool. point. Now, from a collaboration standpoint. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting to see where that's going. I don't know if you have a an opinion yeah. on that. And that's more on the pre construction to really construction, construction to yeah. closeout. Um right. whether that's the pro cores of the world. Do you do you, are you seeing the engagement there or the requirements or we're still a little early there? I I think we're still a little early and I and I think part of it I
0: um also is There's so many pieces of software out there um, for, you know, as project management tools. And there's probably two or three that you just mentioned that are probably top of the field. Um, But from the design world, we don't all own those applications. Um, And depending on which uh, contractor is on board, they have it, Procore or something else. Um, Until there's kind of a a universal model or or there's a software that can communicate... Across platforms, yeah, that's the challenge. Um, BIM has pretty much solidified around, you know, Revit as the software of choice, and and that's why it has traction. Um, It's the same reason why AutoCAD was um, the sole source of 2D drawing. You know, they cornered the market. Um, Until you have a project management platform that has that bandwidth, I think it's going to be hard for everybody to
1: collaborate because people just have separate software systems. And it's interesting you even I, – I agree from that conclusion. It's uh, – as a mid-sized contractor, I have a dedicated tools developer that can write code to connect the right. disparate pieces out there. Yeah. That probably never happened five years ago, right? We usually don't Absolutely. increase our overhead Absolutely. as the con- – Constructor. Right. Anyway, hey, Al, we're, we're running out of time. I want to say thank you for the chat. Uh, that was thank Al you. Thompson.
0: Signing off.